Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to our reparations segment show today, where we apologize to everybody for our technical difficulties on Sunday, and now we are streaming live today. Thanks for joining us. All right, Alice, we're starting right out here. We are, we are. Am I not allowed to say that? Thank you. I'm just checking my messages to make sure everyone can get in. I'm trying to make sure that everybody's all set. Okay. Because I care about our Patreon patrons a lot. Okay, you just give me a sign, like a Randy Moss used to do when he was sprinting down the f- sidelines, when to, and to Brady to pass to him. You give me the sign when you want me to engage with you. I'm engaging I, with you right okay. now. We're having a we conversation. You are. You are. <laughs> well, let me ask you a question. Actually, this yes. is just an anecdotal question. Okay, I'm ready. How did you like that Burger King burger reheated today? That was actually delicious. It hit the spot more mm-hmm. than I thought it was going to. I think that's the epiphany. That's it was the takeaway. very impressive. McDonald's food doesn't reheat, and that was a Burger King burger, and that reheated it, really it, nicely. It, it, it was as good, if not better, than original. It was ridiculous. That happened to be the same one I had today, which was the um, bacon cheddar or bacon burger. But it had it was it was good because it had you know beef, but it also had like good chunks of mm-hmm. onions on there. And it reheated wonderfully. It was really, we were really surprised. And Alice and I are living it up because very shortly, we're, we're seeing the fatologists tomorrow. <laughs> um, I am, and Alice is going as my, like, remora. Um, it, I don't know what that means. Isn't that the little fish that hangs onto the shark? Oh, maybe I don't know. Is that, that. a man prey, land prey? and he'll know. Yeah. Um, so, um, so, so anyway... Yeah, so I think that's the thing, the thing about Burger King. That's its value. It's nothing tastes great. But reheated, it's wonderful. Because it's not like, and we had this, it's not like McDonald's, which has the Big Mac, which is um, which is wonderful. By the way, which I talked to Tim and Canton about today mm-hmm. on my show, Tim and Canton, who tonight is sleeping over in a car with a bunch of dudes. Do you know about I vaguely the- heard that because you were playing Minahan show episodes like late into the night and I was up. Oh, oh yeah. And so like I heard something about they were talking about the rules of this and this talking about a, whether or not people yeah, are allowed to a, open windows. This is a sick. Sounds really yeah. fun, guys. I yeah, don't know. so it's going to be a bunch of dudes in a car who aren't allowed to eat or do anything outside of the car. So all functions have to be done within the car. Okay. Into ves- vessels or something. I don't even know. I-, I think it's a. It makes me uncomfortable to think about, and I yeah. hope it doesn't kill Tim. Okay. But um, but it's interesting, and maybe they're listening now, Alice, because I mean they have a long, long track. What I what I'm worried about is that the one of the guys is the producer Justin, and he's got to produce tomorrow morning after maybe pulling an all nighter. So is he a producer? I thought Dave Cullinane was the producer. Colleen is a uh, he's the like executive producer. No, no, an executive (laughs) producer would be booking guests, which Colleen cannot do. 
Kalanina is a producer in name only. I think he is he's a really pino. Great, actually. What? He's always been super nice to me. Oh well, okay, Alice, that's fine. Just go ahead and prostitute yourself out I'm uh, not behind a prostitu- your husband's back. I'm as not as, a prostitute. I as just, long as you're nice to Alice, you can stick it to really, me all you want. I and don't she'll, really and she'll, uh, know that much of the internal um, KMS belly up to the bar with you. Stuff. And, no, but I mean, like I, I just yes. he seems like a perfectly nice person to me. No, he's and, not. <laughs> okay, Colleen is not a nice person. He's a <laughs> okay. snake. You know, I just re- remembered. And I want to, I'm going to get back on track. I just remembered that he tried to pawn off a dude who had been like indicted or something to me when I was at the Herald. And the guy like glommed onto me and wouldn't let go even after the Herald Brass said, uh, yeah, we don't think so. <sighs> Snake. Um, so here's, I think he's been lovely. Also, I want to talk about my brother. Trish says Burger King has the best fries, by the way, in the chat. I wouldn't even know. I would only get Burger King, of course, its crowning achievement was its onion rings, but that was. 35 okay, can years I ago. tell you the one failure of the Burger King last night? Mm-hmm. This is Tom's brother got us Burger King because he took Sally to her game, her last game of the summer softball season, and he asked for like a bunch of sauces, like mm-hmm. a mix of sauces, so they gave him like a whole little brown bag with all little sauce cups in it. One zesty sauce hmm. in the whole bag. One. It was all like sweet and sour, and there were some ranch and barbecue, like... Obviously, the zesty, the horseradishy sauce is the one that's supposed to be in there. But I don't know, Trish. I I'm a McDonald's fries person. I think there's like nothing like if you manage to get there at the right time and you get the fries super hot and there's super not salty. No, and like no. oh, it's else, so good. Else. I love McDonald's fries. <laughs> if, if you're relegated to a world where only different variations of potato are allowed. <laughs> Then you should be squawking about fries. Other than that, it is a third-rate food. It is a. Oh, when I was pregnant, and I would order like two Big Mac meals for myself, but like with a shake as the drink instead of a regular drink. Oh, so good. Okay, more but more on the Swiss fries on the fifteen seventy project very soon. Okay. Um, uh, okay. So here's my problem, though. I need to have uh, what's that called when you have when everybody comes around when you invite all my friends around and they all intervention. T- yes. Yes. <laughs> I need to have an intervention now with my brother. The second you said, I need to have, what's yes. that called? I that was all you needed? I knew what we were going for. <laughs> I didn't need you to go further. Yes. Um, I need to have an intervention for my brother, Alice, and I need your help on how to do this. For him? Yes. I thought you meant for you. No. I mean, obviously, <laughs> the parade of reasons why I need many interventions is endless. But So you, I, I need your help in this. Okay. <clears throat> My brother, who is a good and honorable man. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <clears throat> He's single, ladies. That's right. He is single. That's right. Um, he is a smart guy, too, by the way. Mm-hmm. Nice and tall. Maybe uh, maybe has a dad bod, perhaps, it's fair to say. <laughs> but good and tall. Um, good, that, that's not the point. He's great. Great hair. Well, here's the problem. Okay. Is that he's been enthusiastically sending out pictures of the whale in Plymouth jumping on the boat. Okay. To text threads today. So? Saying, like, whoa. And he's, like, really enthusiastic. He's like, whoa, look at this. But this blows my mind. Whoa, et cetera. And I don't know what to... I don't know. I almost texted him, but I didn't... I don't know how to do it. What well, this, this could be very sensitive. To tell him it's two days old? It's not two days old, Alice. It's one week old. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, not everybody's as invested well, in the news the cycle problem. as you are. Here's the problem. I'm okay. worried about his his text thread credibility plummeting without him even knowing it. Because people already saw it? Yes. People are like, I saw this last week. What is going on? I'm worried about this, Alice. <laughs> I'm sure his what is text the- thread... Reputation will be fine. What is the thing to do here? recover rapidly. I think we need to ice him out of our lives. <laughs> Stop. Okay, so uh, uh, remember that we had those like dancing uh, elves emails that you could send? Yeah. And like, yeah, like you with your kids' your, faces or on Or your them? friends' yes. faces on? Mm-hmm. I, I did that to my... Circa like 2006 or something. Right. Well, in 2008, yeah. I discovered them and sent them to the uh, sales and marketing management in like staff at um at uh, WRKO like I had discovered it 
It was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is incredible. We really should try to harness this. And I was using, trying to use marketing speak. It was a oh, gross no. moment. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. And I only found out after that somebody said, it's like, we were doing this two years ago, Tom. Was, oh. So there you go. All right. Uh, so first, we're going to stop by Corinne Jean-Pierre because um, it, it she's remarkable. She is really, in a way, I don't think she's going to stick around for too long because you can't, I don't think that somebody her age, and she's younger than me. She's in her 30s. I she's probably like my age, right? I, I think, I don't know if she can, how much of this she can take um, because she is. She's horrific at this she's job. She's horrific at this job is precisely right. And at this point, you've got the press court, and it's oh, not she's just a Peter. little older than I thought. Nineteen seventy-seven. It's not just it's you've got the press court, and it's not just Ducey, who have become simply amused during press briefings, and they've begun to toy with her. I think it's important for the speaker to go to Taiwan. Lindsey Graham said the idea of her going is a good thing. Chuck Grassley, I'm sure glad that she went. Is President Biden just worried about hurting Sheen's feelings? I, I'm. So you're saying because they said that, then we're not jazzed? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) We've been very clear. We've been very clear for, gosh, the past week or so, um, that uh, the speaker has the right to go to Taiwan. We have said that. It's been clear that she has has a right. right. Why is it so hard for the president just to say, she's a brave trailblazer, and I think it's great that she went. Like, so many others. I think the the president thinks that that Speaker Pelosi is a a great trailblazer. Look, I I mean. Does he think that it was good that she went? Here's the thing. What we are saying is that we cannot dictate, and we will not dictate, where members of Congress go. Members of Congress. That can't be it. (laughs) That can't be the whole answer. You can't take his question Put it aside, his easy question, put it aside, and make a new point from scratch. No, he even gave her a script that she could go by if she wanted to answer the question like a normal person would do, right? Like like a normal administration would have an answer to just be like... Mm -hmm. She's a trailblazing woman. She broke glass ceilings. It's great that she, she, you know, whatever. Like, he made up something for her to say so that she wouldn't sound like a moron, and she couldn't say that. Right. And, yeah, and for her to just simply be saying, we can't tell where the Speaker of the House where to go. That is so not the question. I mean, (laughs) The question was, are you happy that she went or not? And so, so if she wants to... Simply be content for everybody at the Daily Wire, everybody in Gutfeld's show, uh, for Tucker Carlson, and for the Burn Barrel, and for Jerry mm-hmm. Callahan, and, and sometimes the Minhan show. Well, then, then keep doing this. Yeah. But this stuff is permeating platforms, and uh, the, you, this no, is- this is awful. And the White House must know it's awful, and they must be wishing right now that they hadn't made such a big deal out of all the historic first stuff because yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know what you do. I only ever had one job where I like th- I had a, an employee that just mm. couldn't hack it at all at the job. It was just not a fit for them, and they were constantly like messing things up it was like always a problem and you know i kept having to like write them up for stuff and report things to people and start to like document interactions with them Mm. oh it was terrible it was so uncomfortable for everybody and then finally she like i mean she knew too right you know you can't not know kareen jean pierre knows right now that the white house is wondering how to gently fire her and because she goes out there and sucks every single day and like you know that employee took all her sick time at once and then did not come back to work after that and then you know i got a request to give her a reference and i did and I could tell really? by well, I could tell by the questions that the person was asking in the reference that somebody else from this job had given her a bad reference. Oh, and I felt bad, and you know, it, because they said no like, did showed she, and you give her a reference. She didn't no call no show. She said I'm taking sick time, and then said I'm on notice, and they said you know see ya. It was a. 
It was a mutual parting right. of the ways. Like, no, but it was... It, when she called in sick like three days in a row, it was like... I mean, they knew what was going on. She knew what was going on. That was it. But, you know, so she... So I could tell by the questions that the person was asking on the phone that somebody had given her a bad reference. Like, did you did she ever have problems like getting back to people or like completing tasks that she was given? I mean, I could tell that somebody had said bad things about her, which just as a policy, just don't give somebody a reference. Don't talk to the person and and tell them bad things about the person. I mean, that's a recipe for getting sued, among other things. But um you know, I so I felt bad. I don't know. I, she was young and it was like she was like a marketing assistant or something. It was mm-hmm. like her first job job that wasn't an internship. And I feel bad. And I gave her a good reference. And she ended up really thriving at this other company wherever she went and loved it there. And like a year later, she sent me like a big gift basket of stuff as a thank wow. you because she was like, thank you for being a part of like getting me this job that. So the moral of the story story is that maybe there's somewhere for Kareem Jean-Pierre that's not here, but this is not the spot for her. Like, I just, this, she's not cut out for this. She is not cut out for that briefing room and those questions and the reporter, even the nice reporters that want to like her and think it's great that she's a historic first and wrote breathless stories about it. Like, this is just not the job for her. She does not belong in that room and it's not going to work. And maybe they can find another historic first to replace her. But my advice to you, Corrine, would be to start calling in sick sometime about now and Mm. just like, you know, start updating your LinkedIn page because this is not working out right now. Well, right. And I mean, it just, it, first of all, it's it's unfair to her even to throw out, her out there. Bettingfield would be the one to put out there. Is she gone now? I know she was leaving. Uh, I don't remember. Um, but, but also, they're not doing her any favors because it's obviously not the communication shop making the final decision on whether or not we get to talk to Biden's doctor. I mean, you could have had somebody, you could have had the doctor out there today just consuming most of the presser today, um, but they're not going to, they can't have him out there, obviously, because he's going to answer questions, possibly honestly, but it's no good for, they should just call off the pressers. And I mean, maybe have Kirby do it. I know he's not a historic first, but like. No, but he's not the, he doesn't work in the White House either. He's, he, I he's, thought he did now. I thought they moved him over there. Did they? I thought they did. Um, but maybe I'm wrong. Oh, maybe you're right. Um, but anyway, I mean, like, they need somebody who can, like, answer questions because... Oh, you're right. This is, um, yeah, they moved him over there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. He could do it. He could do it. I mean, like, he's a hack, obviously, too, but he can, like, spin and answer questions and, like, he understands the questions the reporters are asking him yes, and how they it, relate it, to what's going on in the news yes, and, and he's what's been flacking in the binder. For, in the military, he's, he's flacking forever, yeah. too. So so he's got relationships. But and, I believe he's a white cisgender man, so that eliminates him, I think, from the possibilities that they can use to replace her. But, I, I mean, like, I don't know what a, else I would tell the White House to do at this point. We had a producer, this is when I was uh, the executive producer, and we had one of the part-timers who was terrible he was totally inept he got favoritism got him a job is is somebody his dad was friends with the host and i forgot what his name i think maybe his name was adam or something but uh, but he used to run this show this this liberal guy's show out of new york so Mm -hmm. he would be here in boston and but running the the guy was in new york with an isdn hookup which is like the old version of comrex but they needed to be troubleshoot anyway so this producer was so inept that he didn't know how to fire the the a show open and he would panic and say, "Oh, just 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 stop, ta- just start talking, Jerry." The guy's name is Jerry Dimer or something. Just start talking, and Jerry would go, oh, "But what? Are, what do you say? Might you? Might you trying to talk to me on the air? Because the kid would be talking to him. Just start talking and because the, he was supposed to run the show open and, he, and it wouldn't run and and he was trying to and he was panicking on the air and and so the uh. the, the guy would just start talking and then the kid would fire the. Would fire the open uh, on top of him. Well, they would fire a commercial stop set on top of him, and he's the guy's like, "What, what is going on?" And, he, and then he'd take a huge commercial break, and it was just a mess. And I remember being there for one of these, and and him totally stepping on him, it's feeding back. You know, there's something called the mixed minus, which is where if you don't do it right, then the the person speaking 
will get themselves back in a oh. constant loop, which you can't deal with. You can't it take it in and yeah. the phone calls weren't working and then whatever. And then at the bottom of the hour. I feel stressed. Right, at the bottom of this. the hour when the show is okay. about to restart, then he fired the open to the show that was supposed to be at the top of the hour. And the host just laughed and laughed and laughed. <laughs> He uproariously just laughed his ass off and couldn't help himself up of the absurdity of it all. But um, but I got rid of him. I got rid of a lot of people, and it was never easy. Well, he made me personally angry because I was a fan of AM Talk Radio, so I was like offended. So like, screwing things up, like. Well, yeah. I mean, he didn't. Yeah, we had another guy who who one time he was running rush during the day, and and. We could all of our phones used to play what was on air, you know, mm-hmm. in programming, and there was no rush at all. And one of the other producers eventually, like after sixty seconds, which is an eternity, ran into the control room where the kids there sitting there playing on the computer, and he said, <laughs> uh, "Chris, do you know that we're off the air?" And the kids, kid said, "For real." <laughs> Beautiful. Yes. yes, for real. Yeah, that's right. I don't want to knock any particular stations for being off the air today of all days. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we were off the air. Today. But the, it's like, it's one of those things where you wouldn't have somebody in radio who doesn't notice that you're off the air. That yeah. You need to notice That's that. That's the key thing. That's the thing right. that you do in radio. And if you've ever been a produce, producer in radio, and if any of you guys have been, you know that you literally have nightmares about being off the air. And not being able to get back on and, you know, in panicking. This is like the nightmare you have. It's like maybe you probably have that. Maybe you have nightmares in what you're doing now, Alice, which we won't discuss. But you guys do, too. I know with what you do. If you're if you're if you have a nightmare that like if you're a bartender, I used to have this one like where I was like they're making me tend the bar in the other room that I was supposed to be at an hour ago. And like I'm like, I'm just in a T-shirt and like my underwear. Are you sure? And like, yeah, we need you out there now. Like, OK. And it was just one of those things. All right, back to Cree Jean Pierre. Uh, where am I? Okay. Um, she doesn't answer the question. Um, yeah, I'm trying to find out where I was. I was literally in the middle of it. Okay, here we go. Wait, let me well, let, let, let me let me finish. When they go, he doesn't dictate it. They go. Now he can say if he thinks it was good or not. I mean, that's not how it works. That is not how it works here. It 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 really isn't. No, but that is how people work. In an earnest environment. Yes, it is. <laughs> She's saying that's not how it works. And that's actually a good, good um, uh, window into the soul of yeah. Kareem Jean-Pierre. Or in the, or this White House. Say, no, it's not how it works. Uh, something fell out of it's there. Fine. It's fine. No, that's not how it works. We don't message alongside the Speaker of the House in a way that might tick off the Chinese in this delicate time is what she means to say. Right, of course. Members of Congress have the right to travel wherever they choose. Our part of this is to make sure we give them a thorough and complete briefing when it comes to the geopolitics of the region or the state or when it comes to... Did he ask if members of Congress were allowed to go places? Apparently. (laughs) And he's getting a comprehensive answer on that question that wasn't asked. But as she's doing this, she's she's hitting the podium. They get a, a comprehensive... Uh, thing about the travel and this, and she's really trying to be emphatic about this. And it reminds me of something I saw today where Joe Rogan talks about this, literally. And this is why this is so... You know what? Let, let me play more Korean first, and, and then we're going to get to Rogan, because this is a, a huge thing. Because, once again, you can't have this. Um, here's Korean on... This is on the um, Kansas... Uh, thing essentially hang on kareen hold on kareen i'm coming from day one when uh when the supreme court made this extreme decision uh to take away a a constitutional right uh it was an unconstitutional unconstitutional action by her hands are gesticulating every time she says something watch the hands it's supposed to i guess convey confidence them a right that was around for almost 50 years a right that women have to make a decision on their bodies and how they want to start their families from day one, when uh, when the Supreme Court made this extreme decision uh, to take away a, a constitutional right, uh, it was an unconstitutional unconstitutional action by them. That seems like a glaring misrepresentation. 
Uh, yeah, it seems to me that the definition of what the Supreme Court decides is that it's constitutional because that's what they decide whether or not things are constitutional. Right. They can't. The Supreme Court can't make an unconstitutional decision. Right. That's not. <laughs> they decide what is constitutional and what isn't. That's how it goes. So, so now here's the problem. Here's the real challenge for them. If you and I think she's an idiot and and is incompetent, that's okay. They it's not you and I they have to worry about. Right. And the true believers, the the people of the Ukraine signs right now and the mm-hmm. the Trump was the devil and the, the they're in this house we believe in science. They're going to stick with this team because this team is not the mean team from two years right. ago. Although you will notice there's a lot fewer yes, slay queen, Corinne Jean-Pierre yes. bombs on Twitter than yeah. there were like with the Saki bomb right. stuff. Like because she didn't have, Jen Saki had like snappy retorts to stuff. Right. Jen and Saki, she doesn't could, have anything. Yeah, yes. And and if you're into the tribalism of the thing and you see Jen Saki give Odusi the middle finger, you're like, yeah. Here's the situation. Is it the people you can't afford to lose are the people who aren't political? Mm-hmm. The people who are or aren't aren't are aren't pundits, aren't in the in it, aren't tribal, etc. Right. And the biggest everyman in this country right now is Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. Who is who doesn't want Trump on his show, who uh thought Trump did some good things, who was a Bernie endorser. He's all over the place. Yeah. He doesn't he doesn't Watch MSNBC all day or Fox all day. He exercises and smokes weed and does a thousand billion other things and hunts and does drugs and like he does. He's out living life, but he does digest and does see some things. And if you lose him with the fire hose that is the um, the podcast revolution, if you're losing him, if he's noticing something and he's just a guy. Right. Then that's a problem. Have you seen the White House press secretary define the economy as being strong and the, the best economy we've had in over a decade? Have you seen her do that? No. It's hilarious. It's like the wildest gaslighting because she's doing all of these political hand maneuvers that people do. You know those moves that people do with their hands when they're talking and they're... Tr- this is the genius of Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. All street smarts, all lizard brain He's notice- a noticer of stuff. Oh, Absolutely. And he noticed, you know, and he's like not a malicious guy, but he knows when somebody's effing with. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mm-hmm. So he's noticing these hand gestures and saying, you know, I'm not a genius, but I feel like you're trying to use persuasion against me. Trying to display like confidence and control. Mm. And there's like, it's, it's literally like political pantomiming. It's, it's weird to watch. Tai Chi and political Tai Chi. Yeah, it's weird to watch because it's like sleight of hand. It's like it's very bizarre. You think they've been trained in that? Some yeah. neuro-linguistic programming? If you put your hands here when you're saying this sort of a thing, blah, blah, blah. I don't know if they're... Uh, there's clearly an, an indication that that's what you would do if you were trained, but I think it's more mimicking. Hmm. It's mimicking like the great presidents and the great politicians... And he goes in to say, like, Clinton used to do that. He used to be mm-hmm. very, and those of us who hated him always hated him for it because we're like, that snake. He is so trying to connect with people with doing all this stuff. 
Well, yeah, and some people it just kind of comes naturally to, and some people learn it by, like, instinct. I think Clinton's probably one of those. I think Trump is another in a lot of ways. I think that he has a lot of that persuasion. That was a big, like, Scott Adams thing when Scott Adams was talking well, about Trump initially right. was that he, like, really had the persuasion stuff down. Yeah, but it wasn't It wasn't connecting with, the, uh, with um, warm human emotion. Trump was... Uh, well, high, using, different human emotions, well, right. but it was but, 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 connecting but, but, with some emotions. Yeah, but, but Trump was, you know, Clinton was looking into your eyes and empathizing with you. You're hurting right now, you know. But um, but so Scott Adams essentially said that Trump was selling, like messaging. Mm-hmm. So so not only are we going to build the wall, but Mexico is going to pay for it. Well, right. if somebody says not only is going to build the wall, and somehow Mexico is going to pay for it. Well, we, at least we know he's at least going to build a wall. I mean, I, mean, I don't know the other stuff, but I mean, the, absolutely. So, like, that's the kind of thing that Scott Adams was saying. And, and Trump is oh, is definitely good at that. And actually, it, it, Trump has the, the the gift of being totally inarticulate, but sometimes streetwise honest. Mm-hmm. And I think people, as fake as they feel and condescended to as they feel when Karine Jean-Pierre is doing her hand things, <laughs> I think people uh, on a human level say oh wait i see what he's saying when he says everything woke turns to bleep mm-hmm. that's million dollar messaging right there yeah he's he, got like a gift for that yeah totally absolutely and they, like on, on a human level like he said he i has- mean think of how much even the left like repeats his stuff and makes it memes because his phrases just stick in your mind like that like nobody it Everybody says they're not sending their best as like a joke about all kinds of things now. But mm-hmm. that's like a Trump expression. Or like you said, everything woke turns to bleep, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's everything he says basically turns into its own meme. He like speaks in meme. It's incredible. Yeah. I mean, even the stuff, the scary stuff, like the media is right. the enemy of the American people. Um, even when he said, I mean, this is the best, when he would say, um, that the media, that's fake news from the from the left, or and then he'd say those people up there in the press are fake news, and then he'd just start saying flippantly, "Yeah, well they're not gonna like it. The fakers aren't gonna like it up there." Now they become the fakers. It was so normal that you didn't even have to use the um, uh, the uh, formal word mm-hmm. anymore. The fake news media. You didn't have to use that anymore. It, right. We now had such a congenial uh, um, uh, relationship with Trump and each other. We could just call them the fakers. We'll know who we mean, you know? Of course. It's like, yeah, so there's something to that. But that is bad news. You got Joe Rogan and some uh, other, you know, Australian alpha stud dude who's like <laughs> mind-melding with him saying it's all BS too. You know, it is, these are people who don't, want to think a lot about politics right but, but they're being made to yeah they're taking a look and saying uh nah. and it's that's not good for for those people but then rogan actually i mean it, all you have to know oh we gotta turn our salt lights on kid oh no turn on your salt lights you know who, what song that is no you don't is that the Tom Julie thing that you were singing before? No, no. What? You mean you think that's "Hang Down Your Head, Tom Julie"? I thought that's where you were going with that. I don't know what. You don't know. Turn on the salt lights. Turn on your salt lights in the middle of a young girl's dream. You don't know that? I don't think so. Uh, why? Why are you looking for it now? Is it that important? We'll get to it later. Okay. All right. Uh, what else you got, Anderson? Anything? Um, so, are we going to finish listening to Rogan, or was that it? That was That's it all. for Rogan. The, the, the other people have made something more of the rest of it, but that, to me, that's the big stuff. Big thing. Well, yeah, I mean, and it just, it goes back to kind of, like, this White House spent, what did they supposedly spend, like, 50 grand trying to media train Rochelle Walensky to, like, talk better just because they think that like if they message right or they send the right person out there who sounds nice enough and empathetic enough or has the right hand gestures or whatever that they convince you something that's happening isn't actually happening 
Well, right. And so the problem with Walensky is they're sending out there her out there to lie. Mm-hmm. And some people can do it and some people can't. And she can't she's not great at it. Right. And, and but she tries to go all in. You know, she's got a great gig. She gets to go to the White House past all the guards and all that stuff. I mean, it's awesome. But, I mean, th- this White House is full of people who who have zero talent in that. You're on mute. I can't hear you. We feel your presence, Mr. President. <laughs> <laughs> There's the main one right there. That's the main problem. But also their guy, Jared Bernstein, who's talking about gas and diesel prices. If you're going to send people out there to spread horse bleep, especially at a time when we've got huge inflation and there are severe problems, then the person better be super talented or else good veteran media people are going to tear them apart. It's down 83 cents off of its peak since mid-June. Let me ask you, is is that true for diesel fuel? Because she is in the trucking business, but that's not true for diesel fuel. Correct. So that's that's the. Well, how uh, much that, does diesel fuel come down? Diesel fuels also also come down a, a, a lot. I don't have the number in my head, but uh, I will get well, it. She for deals you. with it every single day because she fills up all her tow trucks. Yeah. So, so, it, so I'm going to so, go with look, her. Uh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, Martha. Wait a second, Martha. Go ahead. To say that diesel fuel has come down a couple of cents is absolutely incorrect. Okay. I will get you the number of cents. It's not a couple of cents. Uh, so that's point. Well, get your bleep together next time you go out there. Yeah. So you know. Really, I mean. The other approach you could take is to try not completely destroying the economy, too. Right. And then everybody's job is a lot easier because you don't have to convince everybody that the economy is doing well when they can't buy groceries and gas. You know, so that's like another tactic you could take is to try actually running the country well and not continuing to pass inflationary spending right. bills when we're in a crisis. You know, you could try that, too. But if you're not going to do that, then you have to have people that are good liars go out there because yes. otherwise. And for him just... to say, hold on, hold on, hold on, Mar- hold on, Martha, Wait, hold on, Martha, that's that. Martha McCallum with the green term. Hold on, Martha. Nobody... Yeah, in other words, you're saying that's what you're right. He's saying, no, no, contain this. Don't, 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 don't let this be the clip. No, no, no stop. Hold on. No, 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 no. Well, wait, wait, wait. Let me get the. Um, and then there are some people who actually talk like people, and who have not only self confidence but are hungry and enthused. It's like, a, you know, a, when a, if you if when they lower the uh, cow into the T-Rex cage in Jurassic Park, uh, there are some people who act w- with hostile press like that. They immediately get hungry. That's not what we're going to hear right now, but this is this is messaging from somebody who's saying things that shouldn't seem bold but are bold, but he says it with the power of a freaking dragon. Talk about these very young kids getting gender-affirming care. What they don't tell you what that is, is they're actually giving very young girls mis- double mastectomies. They want to castrate these young boys. That's wrong. And so we've stood up and said, both from the health and children well-being perspective, you know, you don't disfigure 10, 12, 13-year-old kids uh, based on gender dysphoria. 80% of it resolves anyways by the time they get older. So why would you be doing this? I think these doctors need to get sued for what's happening. I'm sorry. Agreed. Some people just know how to say something and end it on a high note and and people say, GD right. Right. GD right. And you've got this, you know, woman who on on the White House press corps using her hand things, etc., talking about how we should be thankful that gas prices are only four thirty five now, and that, um, you know, will the president praise Pelosi? Well, she's allowed to fly wherever she wants to. It's like, okay, okay, if this is what you want, then this is what you get. But it's uh that is just where we are right now, and I am uh. uh Did you see, um, so on your uh, Connecticut radio show, we talked a bit today about the election results. It was a pretty good night for various people endorsed Mm -hmm. by Trump, including Blake Masters, including Carrie Lake, as we found out today during the day. Um, But in other news uh, relevant to the 2022 Senate elections, did you see this John Fetterman thing? 
Oh, yeah, please. I just saw it on our on our feed. It's wonderful. So John Fetterman, he's this guy. He used to be the lieutenant governor of Pennsylvania. You're right. He's and like he's, a Harvard guy. He's like 6'9". He's big, burly, got like... He he's looks got like a, a steel worker. Yeah, union he's got dude. a real like, tough guy, yeah. hard, big look. Right. Right. And he's sort of like... It, politically, he's like DSA leaning, kind of like Bernie AOC in that world of politics. He's like a very, he's a more left wing Democrat. But anyway, so um, it turns out that Mr. Like Working Man John Fetterman, who's been trashing Dr. Oz for like not really being from Pennsylvania when he's like the Pennsylvania guy. Uh, It came out today. Public records show and Fetterman has openly acknowledged that for a long stretch lasting well into his 40s, his main source of income came from his parents who gave him and his family. Fantastic. Fantastic. And his family fifty four thousand dollars in 2015 alone. That was part of the financial support his parents regularly provided when Fetterman's only paying work was a $150 a month job as mayor of Braddock, a job he held from his mid-30s until he turned 49. Oh, fantastic. He lived in an industrial-style loft he purchased from his sister for a dollar after she paid $70,000 for it six years earlier. What exactly is an industrial-style loft? I think it's one of those ones like you can get in Lowell where it's like all exposed brick and high ceilings. I think it's um, a business. I think he was living in the uh, Halloween pop-up store. Yeah, well, that's incredible. I mean, I... I cannot believe that that wasn't a bigger story earlier in the election, like with his primary and stuff, to be like running as the working man guy and having lived off your parents until you're 50 years old and bought your apartment from your sister for a dollar. Like, are we actually serious right now? Isn't that that great? I, like many millennials, and I say this as full disclosure because plenty of my relatives listen to this show and... Uh, They will call me out on this if I don't put this in the disclaimer, right? Uh, I've mooched off my parents plenty, asked Mm -hmm. my parents to cover expenses for me or buy me things or whatever, like plenty into my life. But I'm 35 years old and I've had jobs, right? (laughs) And I've never asked for a sum of $54,000 from Mm -hmm. my parents. I mean, like, just, just support me. Because I don't want to work on a regular, ongoing basis until I'm like 50 years old. That's it's wonderful. That's actually like mind-boggling. Well, that what that does is so- totally torpedo his everyman thing he's got now. Right. He's like I'm a gruff guy who's no. independent out there. I You're can a change the oil. It's like baby who had everything yeah. handed to this you. Is, actually, this is Dudley Moore and Arthur. It really it is, which you won't know, but it's uh, it, it's pathetic. <sighs> All right, should we get to the chat, chat chat? I just have two messages I'm going to play. Okay, you can head to the chat chat. Okay. So, uh, the ex- No, 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 no. Hold on. That's the wrong one. Hey, Tom, I was wondering if you ever done anything that was so bad that, um, yeah, yeah, a girlfriend or possibly Alice was really, really upset with you. Like, really. Like, still brings it up. Um, for me, uh, it was, uh, ex-girlfriend, uh, apparently, uh, you're not allowed to sleep with the friend. Anyway, bye. So, so I would say this, um, to you, my friend, and, um, I would say that one, you gotta sleep with a friend if you've got a, a girlfriend. If, if you have that opportunity, especially what? if she's attractive. No, no, oh, totally, absolutely. Especially if it's not, like, if you're not married or anything, rock and roll, Absolutely. If the relationship is going to end, then make it spectacular. There you go. That's the way to do it. So I do condone that. I don't condone no, that. I condone it absolutely. I don't now, condone that. Uh, but uh, have I done something really bad? With, like, I mean, I have. I've had girlfriends when I was younger who I I, I was. Uh, John and Wakefield says in the chat that he feels that we're throttling him. So I do see your comments there, John and Wakefield, including that we need a my pillow code, which I agree, we need a my pillow code. I know. I, I did reach out to them once. I don't really we're not salespeople. It, it's yeah, not evident to you yet. <laughs> um but uh, I don't know how to do it. We should get a my pillow code. It could, That's true. Can't That's be the worst the hardest thing in the world. And John also brings up the uh, uh tr- the Trump endorsement for Eric in the Missouri mm-hmm. primary. So 
That right. was also a good Trump move. Yeah. Which, I th- I, that's how I knew that caller was bad news that you had mm-hmm. in uh, Connecticut today, is because he was like, that was so dishonest. And I was like, it's a joke, though. Like, what well, are you trying to get? That well, was a sleazy move. Like, what are you mad about? He just but that, And that's the thing Eric, about people, people with Trump and who, who are so offended by Trump. So you prefer your dishonesty in politicians to be of a certain etiquette and style. Mm-hmm. So that's right. So you don't want the Queen's street talking dishonesty. You'd rather have the fork tongue Brooks Brothers suit dishonesty. Right. Is that what this but Trump's is? Trump's actually funny too. Like of that's he funny is. to endorse Eric. But whatever. I mean, it, yeah. But anyway, go listen to that. It actually, believe it or not, it the Lord be praised. The podcast version of that is up on the odyssey app and on the website so you can find my hour of the show there where i yelled at this guy about um alice the guest of wtic happy to stick it to them wow uh ungrateful they're gonna ban you you're gonna be blacklisted blacklisted Uh, i'd be in good company blacklisted from odyssey what the hell is that supposed to mean is this another suck up thing? Now you're sidling over to Kirk and now you're giving him a back massage? You are anybody. a floozy, floozy. <laughs> you are the Justin of oh, this. Uh, I am not Justin. I don't yes, even know what that are. means. What does it mean to be Justin? Isn't that Justin who said I don't know. that he slept with his other girlfriend? I, oh, this Justin? Yes. I thought you meant Justin from KMS. No, different. Oh, I, yeah. I'm sure you're hitting on him too, Elsa. You've got the whole team covered. Wow. Stop. My goodness. I, I <sighs> married uh, Marianne Unfaithful. <laughs> Uh, okay, so, um, but as far, I want to get to his question. As far as something really bad? No, oh, I did, as a matter of fact. I have begun another. I'm retaliating against Alice, who's apparently <laughs> having an affair with the entire KMS show. <laughs> I, I have not listen to the KMS I have show. accepted. Okay. I am corresponding now with a lady named Janice Scott. Janet Scott, who uh, is very pretty, Alice. Look at, see? Okay. Very pretty. Uh-huh. This is her bio. I am a well underscore trained qualified nurse who is willing to work for my country to take good care of the sick in my country. I am single and ready to mingle. So um, 40 years ago, she said, and this is how I know she's an everyday American. <laughs> bike life is very crazy. <laughs> um, and But she messaged me, Alice, and this is why... Sayonara, Alice. You move on, I move on. <laughs> okay. Okay. She messaged me uh, Sunday, hi, handsome, can we have a chat? Today, I accepted and said, yes, exclamation point, exclamation point, which I, by the way, okay. so it begins. So she finds me handsome. She's much younger. I think she's younger than you. Maybe. So wow. there you go. And I've begun wow. my relationship with her. Is she younger than Dane Cook's fiance? I don't know, but we've begun our relationship. So there yeah. you go. It's my retaliation towards you. And I will. I've the process of me accepting and typing back. I'll, I'm going to put up on uh, our locals feed so people can enjoy the beginning of my new relationship. Okay. okay. Just don't give her any account numbers or anything. Okay? She I already got the <laughs> routing number. I've already sent it over. Good thing you don't know any of our account. Hey numbers. guys. So this hey. might sound a little weird, but uh, I had a dream last night, uh, and in the dream. Uh, I was at a party, and I think it was, I don't know, like South Station or somewhere weird. Ooh. But uh, Tom and Alice, you were there, so it was nice. you know, fun to meet you awesome. uh, party in my dreams, Station. which now, again, sounds really <laughs> creepy. I have been to concierge parties in South Station. Really? Maybe, but oh, yeah, years ago. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Let's get back to Danny. Uh, in my dreams, which now, again, sounds really creepy. But uh, basically, we had a few pops, and uh, Tom fell down the stairs and hurt his head in my dream. I think this really happened, as a matter of fact. I think it's... Was he at your concierge party? It's very possible. It it depends. And hurt his head in my dream, and then insisted on wearing... Those stairs at the South Station, that's falling down the stairs. Those are like marble stairs. That's old school. I haven't spent that many times. Only like when I visited you when you did events there with the Herald Herald Mm -hmm. Radio. Isn't that where you used to have sometimes those there? That's that's crazy. Those people are crazy. Yeah, was, uh, we'll talk about it later. His head in my dream, and then insisted on wearing a silly hat all night and wouldn't go to the hospital. So I that, think this probably did happen. That did happen, yeah. <laughs> just uh, figured want to make sure that wasn't real life, so just want to check in, make sure, uh, Tom, make sure your head's okay. And, uh, yeah, well, hopefully we can make the re- make that a reality sometime without the uh, concussions and hospital trips. Thanks, bye. I'd love that, Danny. That's right. That would be fantastic. 
I'm all for that. I love mm-hmm. that. I'm sure Alice just stood right by me and didn't sidle up to anybody. <laughs> Jesus, you're such a floozy. I'm not yes, a floozy. you are. How dare you? You are. You're a boozy floozy. You know that? <sighs> Thank you so much for joining us. I think we should live stream more. This was fun. I think we should always live stream. By the way, the fat doctor tomorrow. It's not a doctor actually, but we're getting we're getting we're our fat get scans tomorrow. We're getting our fat scans mm-hmm. tomorrow. So we have a little more time to be the worst us <laughs> we want to be. The best us starts tomorrow. No, it doesn't. Or maybe after. Monday. We got a wedding. That's true. We have to go to we a wedding. We can't go to a wedding, Alice, without stuffing our faces <laughs> with 36,000 calories, I mean, I getting coked out of our minds and, and uh, sucking down a uh, handle of vodka. I mean, that we're normal people, right? Oh, I forgot that. That was required at weddings. Just kidding. Neither Alice or I have done coke. Uh, actually, I don't know your backstory, really, so I'm <laughs> sure you've had- done yeah. coke. Yeah. Yes, Are you have. kidding? Do I seem like the type of person who in I, high school people would try and sell me coke? I know that you used to wear, when I first met you, a tiny pink leather outfits, like the Oops, I Did It Again outfit. <laughs> you were real thin, Alice, you and you were always you tweaking. You are ridiculous. You were always <laughs> tweaking. You were, tweaking. Yes, you were. What are you talking? Yes, you were. You were, you were a coked out. <laughs> that is not yes. true. Yes. That is slander. I'm not a public figure, by the way, and yes, that's you are. slander. I'm not a public figure. You were on the on the radio today. So were all the callers on the show. So I if, just if guys, you were on Harry's Bar in 2010, then you would have seen a fat and old Tom Shattuck with what appeared to be a no, Russian well, not prostitute. That, not that fat Alice and Shattuck. Less fat and old than now. Anyway, I have never done coke. I have never done coke. And I don't plan to start anytime. So, uh, you know what? You sound like somebody who's very <laughs> secure in the fact that you've never done coke. Absolutely. No, no, not at all. I've not done coke. This is not going to be a thing. I uh-huh. Nobody. Stayed mighty thin, Alice. My goodness. My goodness. I mean, I smoked cigarettes. That makes you thin, too. Here we go. That makes baby you steps. thin. Do you want to tell people uh, what type ba- of cigarettes I smoked baby when, steps, I, when you met me? Baby steps to the truth. Do you want truth. to tell people what type Alice of cigarettes I Alice used to I... roll her own cigarettes and uh, cut her own Coke at my I place. I did not yes, do did. Coke. Yes, she did. You need help. You need help. <laughs> you know you. Mm-hmm. Having an intervention. I'm sending out the naked pictures, too, as a matter of fact. There's no I mean, naked yes. pictures. Oh, that you can't even dare. Don't you dare, Alice. Have enough self-respect to admit there are. Stop. Oh, my goodness. Right. Son listens to this People show. have already left the live stream. <laughs> I can't oh, wow. She really seems innocent to me. <laughs> I would say that the prosecution rests at this point. Thanks, Alice. You actually should lawyer up. Forget it. Thank you for listening, everybody. Follow us on stuff. See you later. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.